0: On today's episode, we're diving deep into distraction. What it is, why we allow it in our lives, and how do they use distraction for your benefit? That's right, stay tuned. Hey, I'm Amanda Jane, and this is where we help ambitious women make progress and use their time for what really matters. Together, we're busting productivity myths and shifting the dialogue. To use productivity as a means to a purposeful and meaningful life welcome to more ways let's rock Welcome. I am so glad that you're here joining me this week. As you know, the topic today is about distraction, and I think it's kind of a neat twist on it to be learning how to use distraction for your benefit. So that's going to be super fun. Before we dive in though, I want to invite you to what I'm calling courageous conversations, Going forward, I really am looking for another way of connecting with this community. So these Courageous Conversations I'm going to be hosting monthly, and they're my way of exploring ideas and holding this inspiring space for honest and judgment-free dialogue. So each month, we'll be exploring a new theme. There will be a combination of intention settings and prompts and quotes, really to spark your imagination and your intuition and your curiosity. There will be opportunities for reflection and sharing and encouragement among women who are interested in slowing down, connecting, and really practicing turning inward and having a place where they can honestly express themselves and what they think and what they know. I'm really excited about this new opportunity to connect with you. If you're interested in joining me for the next courageous conversation, head to amandajane.ca forward slash podcast 08, and that'll give you the show notes where you will be able to find out more. So let's dive into distraction. I think this is so important because I have noticed that people feel a little bit ashamed of being distracted, and that's a problem because to avoid feeling ashamed, that means that you're not acknowledging and accepting when you are distracted. If you think that being distracted is a bad thing, something to pass judgment on yourself about, you're not going to raise your hand and say, yep, that's me. So the first thing I want to do is reduce the stigma that you feel about being distracted, because the truth is that You get distracted, and I get distracted, and modern humans get distracted. Funnily enough, even less than modern humans felt distracted. In his awesome book *Indistractable*, Nir Eyal talks about Plato, who struggled with distraction 2,500 years before the iPhone. Which means this is not a new problem, and thus also not one that we can 100% blame on technology. So the first thing I want to tackle is what is distraction? You probably have a sense of this, but the online dictionary tells me that distraction is a thing that prevents someone from giving full attention to something else. It's really about the interference. Of focus. But I think there's some nuance to explore there because it's not just about interfering your focus towards just anything. I think the distraction that we're talking about is this sense of being distracted or pulled away from what matters or what your intention was. Because I mean, I doubt that you would consider your kids a distraction from scrolling on your phone or that going for a walk is a distraction from checking your email, right? I think the two questions that I really want to answer through this are, so what are the things that prevent us from giving our attention towards what we want, and why would we allow that to happen? So the first question, what are these things that steal our attention if you're like most people i connect with i think the main things that you think are distracting you are things that have to do with technology and that's only part of the story tech might be what you interact with or where you end up when you find out that you've been distracted what actually leads you to technology is the root So distracting ourselves is how we manage or escape discomfort or pain. The urge to distract is our brain's way of avoiding uncomfortable emotions like overwhelm, self-doubt or shame. Those are the root causes that lead you to the tech. The first thing we have to realize is that discomfort isn't necessarily a bad thing and that discomfort doesn't always need to be relieved. In fact, it can be leveraged to propel us forward. Instead of looking for the easiest way to rid ourselves of pain, we can look to understand what's creating this discomfort and what's driving our desire to escape the way we feel. So I think one of the questions you can ask yourself is, what am I really avoiding when I'm not doing the things I say I want to do? Going back to that second question, why am I allowing myself to be distracted, especially when it's something that really matters to me? And that is the ironic part, my friends, because the fact that it matters makes it slightly more likely that you're going to distract yourself from it. I know. How annoying is that? But here's the thing. When there's something that matters to you, there's more risk. There's more on the line. When it matters to you, there's more fear of rejection. When it matters to you, there's more fear of failure. When it matters, it's probably connected to your heart and your identity. So because it matters, in order to protect ourselves from the discomfort of fear, failure, rejection, etc., we distract ourselves right? Like, have you ever needed to have a really uncomfortable conversation, maybe with a work colleague or somebody in your family, and then suddenly the most important thing is cleaning your closet? I know I've done it. So you've distracted yourself from not only the conversation, but more so you've protected yourself from the uncomfortable feelings that the conversation might create for you. Is there something in the last few days that you were going to do and that you got distracted from doing? When you think about doing that thing, what's the inner dialogue that comes up? What do you start to think? And what emotions come up? Having shared my basic premise around distraction, like I mentioned at the beginning, I wanted to talk about how to use distraction for your benefit. Most people simply try to get rid of distractions, which is great. Eliminating and reducing the distractions will definitely help keep you on task, on target, moving forward. And when distractions do come up, and they will. How can you use them for your benefit? So I have three main benefits that I want to talk about when it comes to distraction. So the first one is to understand that if you're feeling distracted, it means that you're off track from something, right? Distraction is the opposite of traction. So the first thing is that you can use distraction to better understand what is traction. If by doing this I am off track, what would on track be, right? Distraction can be a signal for you to notice and to be able to make a correction. The second benefit of distraction is that you can understand what's taking you off track. There are several main reasons that you will take the distraction path. Distraction creates awareness that something is amiss, and there are several primary reasons why you might be getting distracted. Distraction can help you identify what's challenging you that's causing this distraction, right? Simply being aware of being distracted and then not judging or shaming yourself for it, and that's important, can help you uncover what's really going on. You can understand that this is not about the task. This is probably about how the task is making you feel. This allows you to treat the root of the problem and not just the symptom because if you're just eliminating notifications on your phone, but you haven't dug into why you keep looking at the notifications on your phone, you're going to replace that distraction with something else. The third benefit of distraction is that it's an invitation to be compassionate toward yourself and your own humanness. You know what doesn't get distracted? Robots. They also miss out on the rich emotional lives and the relationships that we humans get to experience. Distraction can benefit you by building up your friendship and tenderness with yourself, which is absolutely critical. Through working through your distraction, you can develop trust that you can count on you no matter what, even when you're a human. And that trust will take you places you can only imagine. To be able to tap into the benefits of distraction, the first thing you need to know is what is a distraction for you and what is not. And the only way to be able to do that is to have a direction that you want to be going, to set a direction for yourself. If you don't have a direction, then you can't identify what is a distraction and what isn't. Now, whether you call it an intention, an aim, a goal, a vision, a success metric, or any other language you want to use. You need to know what is traction to be able to discern it from distraction. Now, once you've identified the direction you want to be moving, then one great tool is to simply reflect regularly, maybe on a weekly basis. I am a strong proponent of a weekly reflection and to simply reflect on the question, what is distracting me? I use this to reflect on any shoulds, or shiny objects that might be tempting me away from what matters most right now. Because the truth is that sometimes distractions look legitimately great and interesting, but they're still distractions if they are not what matters most right now. Even great ideas or projects are distractions when they pull me away from what matters most. And actually, I want to add something more to this episode. I want to talk about what I might call pro-social distraction because nothing makes a better distraction than doing something that like no one can argue with, right? Like volunteering or helping someone out or going above and beyond, when it really wasn't necessary, right? Those things are distractions when they take you away from the direction that is really about moving you out of your comfort zone and leading the life you truly desire. And no one else can tell you if what you're doing is a distraction or not. You have to be willing to be honest with yourself, where was I? Right, the weekly review. So I want to spend that time thinking about whether I'm trying to fit my things into the week that are just distractions right now. And if I am, it's time to put those aside. And it's not about judging those ideas or myself for being distracted. I'm simply recognizing that they are a distraction and setting those aside for later. So today we went right into it. All about distractions and what they are are how to use them for your benefit and some of the tricky ways I think that our brains can manipulate us into thinking that what we're doing is not a distraction when really it is taking us away from the things that we've identified as most important, as the things that will move us forward in our lives, when it takes us away from the things that matter deeply, even if it's o- if it only matters to us right? So if you want to move out of distraction without shaming yourself, then reach out and see if working with me might be a fit for you to help you do the things that you say you really want to do. You can email me. My address is hello at amandajane.ca or hit me up in the DMs either on Facebook or Instagram and put indistractable. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode and being part of my growing community. If you like today's episode, I invite you to head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and a review. This lets Apple know that great listeners like you enjoy the show and it helps get the message out to more listeners, so your review really does make a difference. Thanks again for joining me, Amanda Jane, in this episode of More Ways. Until next time, rock on.